0: Are you? Hmm. So there is uh, this Prakriti and the three gunas, Sattva guna, Rajo and Tamo guna. Everything in this world, everything is is the uh, expression of these uh, three gunas. They themselves cannot be comprehended, but their expression is seen as this uh, world which we see. Even uh, in a tiny little atom, the mass, the weight, the mass which is there is like tamaguna. The activity, constant activity which we see in that atom it's like the, the Rajogun and the intelligence behind that activity. There is some rhythm, there is some pattern, there is some law which uh, governs that activity. It is not just haphazard. So that is the sattva So in this way the play of these three gunas are seen everywhere. Not only in human beings but in animals, birds, plants. There are some beings who are more sattvic, there are some who are more predominantly rajasic or predominantly tamasic. All the three are there in everyone. Just the preponderance of one over the other will be there. So even in animal kingdom you will find there are some animals who are very rajasic. They can't uh, sit still like. Very rajasic type of uh, animal. Then some there are quite uh, tamasic like buffalo type. They sit at one place and they don't move. And there are some which is considered as very sattvic, like cow and all is considered very sattvic because they have a deep calmness. Not a city cow. They're between restless because of the traffic and all, but. if you really see the cow in the in the forest or in some village or something, this deep calmness is there. That is uh, more preponderance of uh, sattvagu, hmm. and there are uh, those uh, animals which are more uh, sort of more vegetarian type. Hmm. You will generally find they are more sattvic in nature. So, these three gunas we see also in the vegetable kingdom. There are certain vegetables are considered as sattvic, some are considered as rajasic and some are considered tamasic. They are considered tamasic because of their effect on us. By themselves they might not be tamasic in that sense. But there are some, that which affects our uh, mind and makes us dull, that is considered as tamasic. Even uh, alcohol or some uh, some type of vegetable which uh, makes us dull. Even the amount, like if we eat more, then that also makes us more lethargic. So that is also considered tamasic. Kada itna se tamasic you can't say, no all sattvic, sakshat, prasad hai, no? But if it is eaten more, then it becomes, it has got a tamasic effect. Then it is considered tamasic. Our uh, scriptures, they categorize even food not on the basis of vegetarian or non-vegetarian. That is a western concept of classification of uh, food. Ne? Vegetarian, non-vegetarian. When you travel also they come and ask you what will you have. Sometimes even after seeing as Swami, they will ask you what will you have. International flight and all, they ask for drinks also. So, uh, huh, so classification is not based on vegetarian or non-vegetarian, but based on Sattvic, Rajasic and Tamasic. Because everything has got life. You can't avoid eating life. Because uh, the scripture says that life survives on life. Jivo jivas se bhujanam. One life form eats another life forms. So you can't uh, survive without eating life. That is how the nature is. That is how we are made. But the classification is made on the basis of uh, the... The, the nature of that food itself, and its effect on us. So, some uh, uh, one of the Mahatmas, he has given a very beautiful classification, that dead food which runs away from you when you try to eat it, uh, that is, uh, you should avoid it, it's tamasic-like. Mm. When it is alive, huh? it's dead, it will not run but if some food like fish or some this bird and all it tries to run away then it is should avoid anyway so this uh, some food is considered as uh, uh, sattvic which pleases our our body our mind huh? it it gives us great peace and, and it's also substantial and healthy that type of food is considered satvik. Again, it should be cooked properly. It has to be taken at proper time, hmm. and the money which is spent to acquire that food or whatever should be also good, satvik. Hmm. Then only it will make satvik. If you steal satvik thing, that becomes tamasic. It is not just food and looking at it under microscope, but all these other factors are also important. And sometimes even Rajasik, little bit food, but it is offered to the Lord and taken as Prasad, can become Sattvic also. It will have a positive effect on our personality. This about food and all we will see, I think in the, we will see when we come to 17th chapter. But now here Bhagwan talks about the effect of these three gunas on our mind. And how the three gunas can help us to transcend the three gunas. So this is a very important chapter for those who are interested in attaining the state of enlightenment. So Bhagavan said that all these three gunas bind us, sattva guna binds us through happiness and knowledge. When I get attached to happiness or get attached to knowledge, considering it as something other than me, then it becomes bondage. Though my real nature is happiness and knowledge also. But when I look at it in the object, then it becomes binding. Uh, Rajogun binds by attachment to different types of action and it creates lot of uh, desires and uh, craving in the heart. It makes, it leaves a person incomplete with sense of incompleteness. And tamogun is of darkness or ignorance. It, uh, when it comes, one feels lazy, careless, sleepy, lethargic, all these qualities come because of the effect of tamu guna. So these three gunas are always, they are there, and uh, one can manipulate these three gunas by our own effort, a special effort, like we can invoke sattva guna, we can invoke Rajya guna. we can also uh, manipulate uh, these gunas through outer uh, situation. Like we can place ourselves in different places and it can affect the gunas in us. If you go to a very Rajasic place, you become Rajasic. You go to a Tamasic place, you become Tamasic. Even reading a Tamasic book or watching a Tamasic program can make us Tamasic. So, outer world also can affect our gunas, we also can manipulate it, all these uh, gunas. And uh, based on these gunas only uh, are the classification of human beings done. So, by the way, I am mentioning, we had seen it in the fourth chapter also. So, the uh, the Brahman is one who is more uh, Sattvagon. And second is Rajogun and third is uh, Tamogun. It's less of Tamogun, but more predominant Satvagun. That's called a Brahman. Then uh, Kshatriya is, uh, uh, what you call predominant Rajogun. Second number is Satvagun and third number is, uh, is Tamogun. It's so called Kshatriya. So the Kshatriya's Rajogun is Sattvic. So he is a good person, I mean good Kshatriya, I mean Kshatriya, sorry, forget about good Kshatriya. But a Kshatriya who has got Rajogun and having a uh, support of gun is a good person. He has got, uh, he or she will have a large heart, will have uh, that generosity and all, and fearlessness, courage and all those qualities. Then Rajogun with a second in quantity is Tamogun and then Satvagun such are called Vaishyas. They have great Rajogun as they are as Rajasik as a Kshatriya but their Rajogun is more selfish, more influenced by Tamogun, not by the Satvagun. And then those who are predominantly tamasic, are called the Shudras. So this all these categories also are based on these uh, three gunas. And it has to be, it is meant for our own recognition of our own personality so that we can recognize what type of duties or responsibilities will be best. Suit it for me. It is not meant to uh, discriminate uh, between among people, but to recognize what is my speciality. It's like in school colleges also there is aptitude test. From that aptitude, you know what is this person will be good at. So if that person involves in that, it is better. Better to work according to our aptitude, then it becomes easier. So, uh, here Bhagavan is telling us how we should recognize these, uh, three gunas in us. So he says about sattva guna that, uh, sarvadvareshudehesmin prakash upajayate jnanam yada tada vidyat vibruddham sattva that went through all the channels, all the gateways, all the doorways Of uh, knowledge, that is the senses, the mind, intellect. When knowledge happens, when light of knowledge happens, then understand that you are in sattvic uh, avastha. Even in pravachan, sometimes we are in different moods and sometimes person is restless, something is bothering, worried and all. Especially if you go to some uh, katha and all, you have to leave your chapas there, so that itself is a cause of worries. Pata katha ke rahega And that might be real worry like. Now and then your attention will be there. So then the knowledge will not go in. You will come home and say, Aaj ko samaj mein Aaj, was not so effective. He did not. S- Did not say anything and I didn't understand anything. But when I am in Sattvagund, the whole connection is there and everything becomes very clear. It is not what is said, but even the from where it comes and why it is being said, everything becomes clear because of Sattvagund. And also Sattvagund gives rise to flashes of uh, knowledge like Uh, Just understanding happens of life, of people, you might come across a person and you just know that that person is a good person or uh, uh, a situation you've come across and you find that yes, this is fine for me or you want to decide or take uh, some important decision and you just know that this is the right decision or you want to choose something, you want to buy something and you just know that this is it. There might not be any logic or some, you might not have done any research or something, but that knowledge just happens. Because the knowledge is there in the totality. Knowledge is already there. We are not tuned to it. So when we are in Sattvagon, we are tuned to the WWW, Hmm. the World Wide Web, the Cosmic uh, Internet. We get tuned to it. From there we get all the information. instantly. Downloading the knowledge gets downloaded before you know. You know. So that is a very interesting. It's a, as I mentioned yesterday, intuition. But one should be careful. Huh? Sometimes your own desires you call it intuition and kamaka kuch bhi karte. I got this intuition that I should go and have a cup of coffee, or I should. Have, sometimes we just we should be able to listen to it. If if we are Rajasik, Tamasik, we won't be able to listen. We will be listening to our own thoughts, we will be listening to our own desires and calling it as our intuition. Intuition is something different. Like when Anumanji was about to leave for Lanka. That was his first uh, trip abroad. So when he was about to leave for Lanka, he felt great joy in his heart. Great sense of joy he felt in his heart. And he told his other uh, monkey friends that uh, I am feeling that great joy, that means my, the work will be done. Because that is the sign. The joy, sign of Sattva and also sign that yes, whatever I am planning to do it will be done he came to know about it he just knew, this no how do you know no i just know it will be done so that uh, this this type of uh, actually uh, method of gaining knowledge uh, we find in all the scriptures so many great mahatmas and even recent times, uh, Kalidas, a great uh, poet and all, he was also not very bright. But uh, uh, his wife also uh, commented on it and he felt very bad that uh, everyone considers me Buddhu. So he did Upasana of Kali, Mother uh, Goddess. And through that Upasana, his mind became absolutely calm and peaceful and satvik. That knowledge just happened. He just came to know about, he started understanding things just like that. Understand? So it is, uh, this is something which uh, a Rajasic person might not appreciate it, but that is what it is. So when knowledge takes place in this way, then understand that you are in Sattvagum. Now Bhagavan talks about how to recognize Rajogum. In fact it is not very difficult, but anyway we will see it. Lobha prapratti rambaha.
1: Lobha
0: pratiam shamas praha karmanama sampraja Karma setani jayante. Rajas vivruddhe
1: bharatarshabha
0: bharatarshabha
1: when when, uh,
0: when Rajogun arises Along with Rajogun, all these other things also come. Rajogun, in the, when we say Rajogun, means when Rajogun is predominant. Then what happened? The satvagun and Tamogun goes down. So when Rajogun is predominant, this, all this, what is mentioned here, will arise. Because they are there in the seed form in everyone. We have what we call this Karana Sharir, in which we have the impressions of our past lives and all and impressions of all, all emotions and all, all things are there. It's like a big stock. Everything is there. It is just waiting for right opportunity to come up. Anger is there. All of you are sitting so nicely peacefully, that doesn't mean that anger is not there inside. But it is there. It is it is in the Karan Sharid, It is deep down. It is there. It is just relaxing now, waiting for the right opportunity. Here it is not getting opportunity, So it remains there and when that Rajogun uh, comes, it cannot be seen, but it is like a season. As I mentioned, like spring and all. So when the Rajogun comes, then this, all this tendencies starts coming up. And what are they? Lobha. Lobha means greed. This greed means I, I, it is actually a, uh, it is a, uh, what called, Further uh, modification of karma calm only, Kama means I want and Lobha means I want more. Kama means, desire means I want, that is called karma. I want, then you can fill in the blanks, I want dash, each one can fill it, so I want and Lobha means I want more. And this is a very strange, uh, mm, uh, this tendency, because lobha we have because of some fear and all that if I don't have more, what will happen tomorrow? So you accumulate wealth, in Swiss bank and all. So it's like a lobha that I want more. And it comes because of that rajogun and selfishness, little bit. So, low greed, I want more. As Mahatma Gandhi says that uh, nobody can satisfy even a single person's greed. You can satisfy the needs of everyone on this earth. Actually this earth is so beautiful, we have enough wealth to feed everyone. We have enough food, we have enough minerals, everything is enough. But there is this great obsession with uh, money, and that everything is counted in terms of money. So when that obsession, maybe in future when it goes away, and we will have a different uh, humanity, a different system of people, then we will, there will be more, you can have peace and this. But now everyone, everyone, Please switch off your mobile. It's uh, I might not say very this, but it becomes disturbing. And when you come, you should be alert. To forget is tamogun, and to continue forgetting is is also tamogun actually. <laughs> so don't uh, do that. Be alert, awake. And switch off your mobile. So, logah is grade. Then, pravrutthi. pravritti means um, um, activity. Activity means uh, common activity. Samanya Cheshta, it's called. Means uh, day-to-day activity. They, these people, the Rajasic people just want to do something. Even when they are sitting quietly, they will move their leg or hand and something or other. They just constantly want Or some nothing is there, then chewing gum should be there. Yes. Hmm. Like a cow-cow also eats, not chewing gum, but they keep on doing that. But this person wants some activity. Kuch ne to at least mobile me do message bejh dete to shanti hoja. Whom did you send message? My neighbour. That please take care of your dog, it is barking. So, that is called pravrutti. Chalte-chalte, they will just uh, hit something, plug the leaves, uh, something or other. One message roam around in the room, open the refrigerator, look and again close it. Remove you know, all the, the these and start cleaning everything and all. They're putting everything down there. That type of thing. Checking their own old things and this uh, and and no kar Oh pravrutti, like restless, so restless that they themselves are restless and make everyone under them also restless. He will be Cleaning and that person will be following that. Either is <laughs> 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 restlessness of the mind. It comes when the rajogun comes. Hmm. And aram Karmanam and a big uh, starting. They are very good in starting new projects. Rajogun makes the person think of new thing and new projects and all and start some new thing. They are good in starting. But when the Rajogun goes away, they drop it. See, to maintain a particular activity, good activity and all, you need satvagun. To destroy you need tamogu. To start, you require rajogu. So this rajasic person wants to start new things, new things, new things, different things. They just are not satisfied with what is there. They want something else, something different. So arambaha Karmana, different types of activities, and they will bind themselves through all these different types of activity. Bahutta pasara, like one Mahatma says, Bahut pasara mat kiyas. Bahut pasara ve bhi Jitna, whatever our duties, and whatever is, uh, can be done, should be done. But one should not try to do more than what you can. Should not try to, It's like eating. We should eat only that much which uh, can go into the mouth. But some people want to put four, or five, and can't eat. Similarly, don't work more than what you can handle, and according to your own pace and according to your own own uh, responsibility and duty, that work has to be done. But when rajogun comes. We want to do many things and this people generally become then multitaskers also. They want to do this also, that also, this also, that also. Phone be, phone, gaadi chalayenge and baad be karenge. And try to operate that, uh, this system also in the car. And try to see also what is happening there outside. So all these things happening at the same time. And the person sitting next to them, it happens to be sattvic, and you know, become nervous only. <laughs> Even not sattvic can become nervous. So, that is uh, karma nam arambaha. It just comes. People become restless. Even a sattvic person, when overpowered by rajogun, becomes uh, restless and want to do something, constantly. You cannot feel satisfied just by sitting. And A-Shamaha, A-Shamaha means um, uh, 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 agitation of the mind. No-Shamaha, Shama means quietitude, calmness. a means opposite of calmness. Agitation of the mind is very restless, active. Constant thoughts are happening in the mind. And they are moving with full speed. And some of the thoughts are repeating themselves. If you observe, you we will, we will find that lot of our thoughts keep getting repeated. That's called worrying. Keeping repeating that same thing. Action replay like again and again and again. Then sometimes the thoughts move into the past. Goes back into the past and think of the past. Then thoughts go into the future and try to plan something in the future. So constant activity of the mind is happening. The mind is warm and mind is, uh, what you call, uh, over overburdened. Like. So there is no Shama, there is no peace. They only experience peace when they go into Tamogun. Satvogun they might not know, if it is predominantly Rajasic person, might not know the beauty of satvagun, so only way they can get some peace is when they go to sleep or they just uh, do something by which they just, uh, yeah. So, they, it is called rajogun. So, Ashamaha, and spraha. Spraha means attachment. See, this is not, these gunas are not meant to uh, classify others. It is very important. This spirituality is not meant to classify This is meant for self-analysis and understanding about self. With the basis of this gunas, it will be easier for us to pinpoint our own qualities, own plus and minus point. And when we recognize, then we can utilize this thing for the betterment. Rajogun itself is not bad. So when this energy is there, if it is utilized in the right direction, it will become sadhana. It will help me. Tamogun is also not bad. If it is also utilised properly, it will help me in my evolution. So it is meant for recognising our own self. So ashamah and spraha, attachment, uh, or a deep, uh, what you call, trishna, uh, thirst, thirst for acquiring things. This just comes when a person is rajasic. Hmm. Therefore, sometimes we say that even the children and all, when they go to school regularly during the school days and all, when we do regular activity, regularly when we do our duties and all, the mind becomes sattvic. But suddenly there is vacation, you don't have a regular plan, so mind goes wild. And during vacation, the parents to find it so difficult to take care of the children. They only told me. So, therefore, they put them in some camps and observe, in some camps, they will be So, some Chinmay Mission camp, or some Judo Karate camp, or some Sangit classes, or some other camp, or, or adventure camp, this camp, that camp. So, that something that fellow is engaged in, and they will be Hmm. So, it comes. So, Rajas Setani Jayante Vibrudhe hey, Bharatar Shabha, He Bharatar Shabha, best among the Bharatakula, O Arjuna, that understand that when Rajogun comes, how to recognize Rajogun when you become greedy, when you become very active, unnecessary active, hmm. When you have, uh, you keep on starting some new projects and new things and all and very very uh, restless and have uh, this great thirst to acquire this and that craving, then know that you are overpowered by Rajogun. And if this is, most of the time this is the situation, then you are predominantly Rajasik. If it comes, this situation comes once in a while, then that time you are Rajasik. But if the situation remains for a long time, then you are predominantly Rajasik. It doesn't matter whether you are born in a Brahman family or a Kshatriya family, but you are predominantly Rajasik if this qualities come in our heart. Now how to recognize Tamogun? That is very easy. Aprakashopravurthischa Aprakashopravurthischa Pramado mohacha, motivam, damasetanijaante, vipradekurunandana, vipede kurunandana, aprakasho pra pratescha pra Ah hey Kurunandana, oh the giver of joy to the Kurus, to that Kuru Vamsha Kauravas, Kuru Vamsha. Hey Arjuna. Tamas Setani Jayante Vibrudde to understand that tamas tamagon has come or has overpowered you when such a thing happens. What is that? Aprakashaha, Apravritesha. And pramado mohaiva cha, when these four things happen, prakashaha. When tamogun comes, there is lack of light. Lack of light means lack of understanding. It it covers our knowledge. It covers our understanding. We don't grasp things through our senses, also through the mind, also through the intellect, also. It just covers our comprehension of our self and the world around. Even the most intelligent person under the uh, effect of tamogun, will not understand anything. So this uh, aprakashah, uh, total dullness happens hmm, in our system. So aprakashah and apravurthisca and another thing is that person stops all activity in the sense there is no motivation for any activity. no motivation for any activity. See the rajagon are motivated in active towards activity and the satvagon gets inspired to act. In satvagon there is inspiration behind activity. And in Rajogon, there is motivation behind their activity. And in Tamogon, there is instigation behind their activity. Whatever yes. you can instigate that person, then fellow goes and jumps and fights with him. Like uh, Kumbhakarna, he was sleeping and all those things. And there was big fight was going on, but that fellow was not aware. He was peacefully sleeping. Then Ravan thought that it is now emergency situation. Let me wake him up. So they made big noise and all. And somehow he woke up. He used to sleep for six months. And it was just three months that he must have slept. I don't know exact number. But he got annoyed. Anyway, so when he woke up, Ravan told him that this is the situation. So that uh, we are having a fight with Ramchandraji, and this is because of this. So that time, that Kumbhakarna scolded Ravan that you have not done proper thing. Why did you kidnap Sita ji? And what is wrong with you? He scolded him. Ravan did not argue with him. He arranged for alcohol and for meat to be given to him. So he drank a lot of uh, alcohol and ate all sorts of bhaisa and all. Because that was the staple food. Bhaisa ko kha liya, dochar, sharaap peli. And then suddenly he said, yes, tell me whom I should go and destroy. And he went to war, just like that. Just now he was talking, so because he had just woken up from Tanogon, he was asleep, so that is tamasik tam- tam- avastha, he has just woken up. So he had dropped tamogun, but he was not in rajogun, so he was in Satvik avastha that time. When he spoke such divine words, it appears as though he is the very embodiment of goodness. But when he start, again was given drinks and all those things, he was awake, so rajogun was there and mixed with tamogun. He went on war and he fought with uh, Ram Chandra Ji and he died. So this uh, uh, tamogun makes a person lethargic, cannot uh, act, doesn't want to do anything. Upavrutischa. Hmm. Then also it gives rise to carelessness, pramadaha, carelessness, forgetfulness doesn't care, so tamasic person who is uh, totally in the in the sway of this tamagun, becomes reckless. They are the one who drive badly or just uh, go into some fight. They don't care for their own life and the life of others. They don't care for violence, it will be violent or it will hurt someone or harm someone. It doesn't enter their head. It doesn't, later on when they become sattvic or rajasic, they might repent for that. So there is total recklessness in in tamagona. And also there is moha. Moha means, because of uh, lack of uh, sattva moha is total delusion. Delusion means not to know who am I, not to know what I should do, not to know what is right and wrong, what is good and bad, what I should do and what I should not do. uh, There is confusion regarding dharma, confusion regarding everything, that is called moha. And uh, this moha makes that person do things which are not proper and um, gets that person into more and more trouble. So a prakasha, pramadaḥ, Pramadaha, Moha, if it arises, then understand that it is predominantly tamasic. When there is a, a little bit of Satvagun attached to it, then it becomes little that uh, it becomes better. Then that Tamagun becomes uh, restful. No. For a sattvic person, Tamagun is required to take. Help in taking rest and all. But if it is predominant uh, tamogun, then it is very negative. So tamas jayante kuru kurunandana. So these are the three uh, gunas and how to recognize them, uh, they are, can be recognized through these signs. Hmm. If these signs are same, these are just broad classification, then there are combination, permutation and all sorts of things, so it becomes more complex. But once we know their pure qualities, pure tamagun, pure rajagun, sattva then we will be able to identify when they are there in us. Now, not only when we are alive, we have this effect of these three gunas, but death, and and after death what happens is also guided by the three gunas the life after death the next birth is also guided by the three gunas and that is what now bhagwan says in the next verse <laughs> yada satve pravrudhetu प्रलयं याति देहव्रत देह तदउत्तमविदान लोकां सतो ब्रह्मविदान लोकां अमलां प्रतिपद्यते प्रति यदा सत्वे प्रवृद्धेतु प्रलयं याति देहव्रत Uh, pralayam Yati Deha bhruta. When this uh, one who is identified with the body, means I, the Purusha, who is identified with the body, who is holding on to this body, all of us who are holding on to your own body, the gross physical body, one day we have to drop it. it, it gets dropped. One fine morning or evening or whatever time, it gets dropped. That is called pralaya. I mean death. Death is not death of the mind. It is not death of the your ego or intellect or your samskar and all. It is just the outer covering of this whole layer is dropped. It's like the snake, if you must have seen, that snake, it leaves its uh, outer skin and just uh, goes out of it. It leaves the skin behind. Similarly, just after the day's work and all, we just remove the, our dress. Like that, after the life's work, we remove our clothing, this outer clothing and wear new clothing. Such a nice system is there, no? This so, Sharir is going with the body. And you can get another body. And that's what we had seen in the second chapter that uh, this body is like dress. Hmm. And uh, yeah. Just as old dress we remove and put new, this body which is no longer useful for me is discarded and I take up another one. Now this follows system, it follows laws, it follows the laws of karma. It is not that somebody comes and asks us, but it follows the laws of karma. So here Bhagwan says at the time of death, at the time of leaving this body, what type of uh, uh, guna is predominant in you, that will determine your next life. In in uh, in uh, Upanishad also it is said, Ya mati sa gatir bhavet. Whatever be our mati, that type will be our gati. So here, suppose a person is predominantly sattvic, then he will have sattvic gati. If the person is predominantly Rajasik, then Rajasik and Tamasik. So, at the time of death, what is the predominant uh, guna? Hmm? That will determine our next uh, next uh, this. So, Bhagavan here talks about Sattva guna. That Yada satve pravrudhetu when a person uh, at the time of death is in Sattva guna when the mind is absolutely calm and peaceful, sometimes it happens actually, whatever be the disease, whatever the situation and all, suddenly before that, the person suddenly becomes very peaceful and very calm and all. By Bhagavan's blessing, all that, even the pain and this and that uh, might disappear, person feels very calm and peaceful and all. And just drops the body. Hmm. So if Such a thing happen. (coughs) Bhagavan (coughs) says such a person goes to uttam vidam, uttam vidam, uttama vidam lokan amalan pratipadyate. Such a person goes to a higher world, a world where the supreme knowers go means they go to a world which uh, you can say, uh, according to our scriptures, it is that brahma-loka and all. If a person is in pure sattva has not reached the state of enlightenment, but in that pure sattva guna avastha, if that person dies, then he reaches that brahma-loka, which is the highest loka which one can attain after death. But if his sattva is little less, then the lower lokas will be attained. Or we'll get some birth in some other higher local like Devtas and all. So depending on the quality of our mind and the mood, we get the next birth. See therefore there are some great Mahatmas or even great people are there who come to know about their death. And they might uh, just uh, drop all other uh, engagement and all and just focus their attention only on that. At least at that time if we meditate, that will help us to go to a, have a better life form. Next, the next life form will be better. Hmm. So, tadottama vidan Lokan Amalan pratipadhyate That loka which is amala, free from all impurities, that loka one will attain. Now this has to be comprehended properly. Because lot of people then have this feeling that oh, that such and such person died, he was such a wonderful person, but at the ta- time of death he was in coma, or at the time of death he was sleeping, then he was in tamogon, that means he might not have got desire, this loka and all. What it means is, at the time of uh, death, in the sense, when the person is conscious, when the person... What is the predominant quality which is there during that person's... Uh, that will determine the next, Not need not be there, the final, final stage of death, but the predominant quality. For example, when you leave your home to come here, exactly when you have decided to come here may not be very accurately pinpointed. You might have decided long time ago to come for these classes. Or some of you might decide on that day also, you saw that advertisement and okay, let me go and see, check it out. So, that thought has come that I want to go to that class. Then, after that, lot of other thoughts and other things and all will come, but that thought is very powerful. That thought will determine whether you will come to this class or not, and how powerful it is. So, that thought is your last thought, which brought you here. Hmm. Not exactly while coming out of your house you might have switched off the light or done something and all. That is not considered as the last thought. The last thought was with what determination you came. What was the determination? So similarly when a person dies, with what determination and what conviction that person has reached till then? What is my conviction? What is my philosophy? Of life, when I die, that will determine the next life. What is my philosophy of life? What I think of myself? What is the world? What is God? What is my deep inner? Con- because my conviction propels my myself into different life forms, not uh, just a thought like that. Hmm. So that is uh, very important that throughout the life we should try to make our conviction more and more sattvic, more and more positive, more and more better. That will help us in our life. So if I have a sattvic, positive conviction, like in 8th chapter also we had seen, that Bhagavan says that at the time of death, one who chants that Om and Takes his whole attention on me and totally dedicate his whole, whole personality to me and consider me as his final goal. When such an attitude he brings and then at that time when that happens, that person reaches me. Because this body holds us, ties us to this, uh, to, to this system. We are caught in this body. So at the time of leaving the body, if we have proper uh, attitude and all, it can help a person to transcend this samsara. See, when we are meditating, however deep we meditate, still the attention remains on the body. But at the time of death, the attention automatically gets dropped. Body seems to be far away. I think so, because I have not died, so I don't know. So body seems to be like a faraway object, like, so one just... So this, uh, the, the time of death is very important for the next birth. Now Bhagavan talks about what happens when a person dies in Rajogun. Rajasipralayangatva, Rajasipalayangattva, Karma Sangi Sudayate, Karma Sangishudayate, Tathapralinastamasi, Tatva pralinamastamasi, Mudhayoni shouldayate, Karma shu mani, shu huh. In uh, Tulsi Ramayana, there is story of uh, Shiva and uh, Sati. So this Sati had gone to her father's house, Daksha Prajapati. And uh, there she saw that the father had not kept uh, the proper uh, respect for her husband. He had not uh, offered him proper uh, worship and all. And she gets very annoyed. And then she curses her father and then she decides to give up her body. Though she was in a very angry mood and all, but at the time of uh, giving up the body, she just forgets about everything, focuses her attention on herself and she meditates on Shiva, she meditates on Lord Shiva and she desires deeply that may I be born again and may I again attain Shiva, may I be his wife again. So with that deep conviction she leaves the body. She burns the body with her yoga Shakti, and she is born as Parvati and right from childhood, when she didn't even know what is happening, she she developed that attraction for Lord Shiva. Our Narajji had come, so Narajji saw her and recognized her that she is not an ordinary child, she is Saksha sati only as born as Parvati. So, Naraji told uh, uh, her and her parents also, that she should do tapas to attain Lord Shiva. That time Lord Shiva had decided not to marry. He was like, I tell you, so let me not marry, I will just sit and meditate only. He had decided not to marry Lord Shiva, his decision. But Parvati, when she was born, she decided that I will marry him. It was a big competition. Like. And Naraji was her guru. Narajji just came and he said, you do this tapas. With faith in me, you do this tapas and you will attain Shiva. Narajji also knew that he is doing, he uh, is decided not to marry and his meditation and all. Nothing doing. You do tapas. The power of tapas will make him marry you. Then lot of other uh, rishis and other devtas came to distract her. They said, what? Why you are doing so much tapas for Lord Shiva? Why don't you get married to Vishnu Bhagwan? He is better suited to you. He is suited, booted, coated and all. And Lord Shiva, he doesn't have a home to stay He's a he's a packard uh, like a mahatma, so he doesn't have a home to stay. He doesn't wear proper clothes, and he has got all these strange friends with him. All bhoot Pishach pishacha are his uh, his friend circle like. And even if you feel like hugging him, he has got all snakes all over his body. <laughs> so why don't you? reconsider. <laughs> she said, Nai. I have my faith in my Guru and uh, I will marry Shiva only. Janma ko ragar hamari shambhu natu Even for crores of lifetime if I have to do tapas, I will do it. And I will marry Shivji only. Forget about he's, whether he is meditating or whatever he is doing. And otherwise I will die Kuvari So she was born with that. Why is that much of this? Because she had died with that determination. She had given up her body with that firm resolve. She, she did not get carried away by the anger and the other things. Though she was angry and all, that she dropped it. We should be able to drop all those useless stuff. Don't carry anger even in this lifetime, we should not carry it. Forget about the, this lifetime, anger Caring for the next lifetime. That is the stupidity like. So she just dropped all other things and firm resolve that I want to again marry Lord Shiva only. And she did tapas. For hundreds of years she was doing tapas. She just gave up all food and focused her attention on Lord Shiva. Only on water. Then she gave up that also. Just... Some leaves, she used to fall on leaves and all. That also she gave up. And just whole attention on Shiva only. That's so forceful and so powerful that Lord Shiva had to come and marry her. He had to drop all his resolve. Anyway, they were made for each other. That is a different story. But uh, they got married. So what it means that at the time of death, our, uh, life year after determined by that conviction. Firm resolve and conviction. In fact, one need not wait for death also. This firm resolve and conviction should be formed while alive. And every day while practicing our meditation, that resolve should be made more and more firm. Because death doesn't come, see, it doesn't give notice enough. Sometimes it gives. So, one person went to a doctor. doctor says, I have bad news and very bad news. Which one should I tell you first? He said, uh, tell me the bad news first. He said that you will live only for 15 days. And what is very bad news? He says today is the fourteenth world. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. So anyway, so sometimes one may know that but many times we don't know. When death will come. So one should try to develop firm positive convictions that is our wealth. Your knowledge, and your emotions, and your memories, and your experiences, and your wealth in Swiss bank, and all those wealth are not wealth. My conviction. What is my conviction about who am I? That is my wealth. My conviction about who am I is your wealth. If you think you are a body, then you are a very poor person. If you think you are a mind, then you are slightly rich but still poor. But if you think and you believe and you are firmly convinced that you are that pure consciousness, you are the wealthiest person on earth. So that conviction we should try to cultivate, generate in us through satsang, through our contemplation, through our studies, that will determine our next life. If, if a person is in pure sattva guna then at the time of death, the conviction is so strong that person is not born again. Then he attains moksha at the time of death. But if the little sattva guna is little uh, impure, then in brahma or in better life next time. Hmm? Like in 8th uh, chapter we had seen that uh, person is born in a yogi's family or in a good family, where that person continues with his sadhana, what he had left incomplete in the previous life, from there, that person continues with his sadhana. So Rajasi, what happens when I die in Rajogun? Rajogun restless, no peace, lot of craving in the heart. Even at the time of that I have so much craving. <laughs> All sorts of cravings are there. Death is coming and that craving is also there. Huh. So with this craving in heart, with this great desire to do this and attain this and this and that, and agitation of the mind. When the person dies, hmm? rajasi pralayangatva karma sangishu jayati That person is born again in an environment of rajogun only, of activity. Either born as a human being, then born in such a place and such a thing that that right from childhood until uh, involved with different types of activities. Karma attached, born among those who are attached to actions. There is no guarantee that we die to be born as human being only. One may be born as animal, bird, plant also. So this person, rajasic person, dies to become or only. That same thought pattern, the same conviction continues. Actually death, as I said, is just uh, changing the body. Yeah. It's like suppose you are in a very depressed or sad state, and you remove your dress and wear another one, you will be in the same sad state. But if I am happy and I am changing my dress, even with this short period of changing dress, I will be happy only. So that doesn't, the living the body doesn't fundamentally change the personality of that person. Certain things might change, but the fundamental personality and attitude and the quality of the mind and all doesn't change. So that same thing continues forward. So that person is born in Karma sanghi and what happens when a person dies in tamogun, in tamasic avastha, in a state of uh, depression, in a state of uh, total confusion, huh? moha, prama, total uh, uh, lack of any motivation, absolutely ignorant and confused, drunk. Huh? Totally gone case type of person. When such a, in such a state, when a person dies, that person continues in the next life form also with that only. See, we, as I said, we have potential for everything. But at the time of death, if we are born in a tamasic, then the next form we get is tamasic only, and that will continue for uh, that life form. Potential is there. We have potential. For something good also, but it's at the time of that if we hold on to a tamasic body, then that will take, uh, whole life will go in that tamasic avastha only. So pralinas tamasi Modha yoni shu jayate. Modh also means uh, uh, lower life forms where intelligence and all is not there. So a person may be born as animal. Or maybe born as uh, some other plant or some other life form also. That is also possible. So, tatha pralenas tamasi modha jayate. These are the effect of uh, the three gunas on the life after death. Now, in the following uh, words, Bhagwan summarizes what was said before and also gives a new vision in that. Karmana Sukrata Syahu Karmana Sukrata Syahu Sattvikam nirmalam phalam Sattvikam nirmalam phalam Rajasastupalam dukkham Rajasastupalam dukkham Adnyanam tamasappalam Karmana Sukratasya ahuhu Satvikam nirmalam palam Rajasupalandukam Adhyanam Dhamasatpalam Bhagavan says that the result of good actions Karmana Sukratasya ahuhu It is said the results of good actions is Satvik, is pure. Hmm. Satvikam nirmalam phalam The result of good action is satvik, nirmal and nirmal. The result of Rajogon is Dukkham Rajasastu phalam Dukkham When Rajogon comes, there is sorrow. And Adnyanam tamasap phalam And ignorance is the result of Tamogon. See, here actually, it should have mentioned that the result of sattvaguna is this, but here it says that result of good action is satvagun, is satvik. That means we can invoke satvagun by performing good action, by following good values, by cultivating good habits. And that is the fundamental thing about our culture also. They write from a childhood, the child is uh, taught to uh, certain discipline, certain habits and all, then automatically through that constant activity, good activity, the sattva gun is invoked automatically. Like if we can take care of our food habits, if we can take care of our uh, daily duties properly, if we also learn certain uh, certain basic values, and certain uh, at, uh, what you call uh, respect and all respecting elders or all those things, then they all automatically invoke the sattvaguna which is potentially there within. Huh? It invokes. We can we can through our culture and through our upbringing we can invoke sattvaguna in our children. That is what it means. Karmanas sukratasya hu satvikam nirmalam phalam. It is even like sometimes even the wild animals. Hmm. They can be raised. No doubt certain wildness will remain. But even wild animals can be tamed. And they also behave like a totally tamed animal. Sometimes they show on, on the channels and all. That wild, and, and they also expressed their love and happiness meeting the one who was t- who had taken care of them. Similarly, even a person uh, like uh, in the good old days, the rakshasas and all that children also, when they were brought up in a proper atmosphere and all, they also became very sattvic. Like Pralhad, his father was uh, total, you know. Kashyapu, very bad person. So his samskar would have come, but uh, Prahlad was born and brought up in a in a sattvic atmosphere, in an ashram, Narajya's ashram. So the whole atmosphere was very he, the His mother used to listen to all satsang and all. He was born and brought up in a very beautiful and then good, Good samskar was given. So that samskar remained with him throughout his life. So one is that we carry certain things, but we can also through our environment invoke good qualities in ourselves and others around us. That is what where the education and culture and all plays an important role. It's very important role. Education, if right education can help to invoke good qualities in all children. Because potentially it is there in them. So it can come up. So karmanasukrata syahuhu satvikam nirmalam phalam. So of good action, the result is satvik and pure. But the result of rajogun, when rajogun comes, the result of rajogun is sorrow only. Rajogun desires are there. And sorrow is there. Raj, Rajasic person cannot experience happiness. Hmm. Happiness to experience happiness, you have to reach the state of Satvaguna. See, even when we are happy, we close our eyes, or we are very calm, peaceful. Hmm. Happiness takes us towards our own self. People stand in queue to have darshan of Bhagawan. Tirupati they go and they stand in line and somehow they reach that place where they are about to see Bhagwan and have darshan and all. That time what do they do? They close their eyes and they stand like that. Why? Is and that time they experience the joy within. Because that joy is within and it can be experienced only in sattvic avastha. But when a person is constantly in rajogun, that person doesn't experience satisfaction, doesn't experience any joy, any peace. And always that person feels something is lacking outside. So it's, it's like a catch-22 per- situation. The person then gets involved in more and more activity to make things better. And the more he gets involved, More Rajasik he becomes, more unhappy is there. So Rajasik, the result is unhappiness and the result of Tamogun is uh, ignorance. The more and more Tamogun comes, we invoke more and more Tamogun, we become more and more dull only. In 24 hours, if we invoke more Tamogun, slowly it will leave that person more and more dull only. Yikto he sleeps also for long and when awake also he is asleep. And then the dullness is there all the time. It's good. Good means the knowledge which is given here is very interesting. More we will see in our class tomorrow.